Hey, Pastor Jake coming to you here today from our Shea campus. And first of all, this is probably one of the last nice days that we're going to have to film outside. We're filming here on Tuesday before the Sunday when we're worshiping together. And we wanted to take advantage of that today. And so here we are in our lovely Shea courtyard. And you also notice that behind me, the cross is still present and visible here on our Shea campus as well. And that's because it is still the season of Easter. We are still rising and shining as we celebrate the joy of the resurrection and the joy of Jesus' victory over death and the grave. And today we're going to talk about that in relation to Jesus telling us in John chapter 15 that he is the vine and we are the branches. So I invite you to listen along as I read these words of Jesus from John chapter 15. Jesus says, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't bear fruit, and he pr prunes the branches that do not bear fruit so that they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. And so I want to focus on those words today that Jesus shares with us, certainly him saying, I am the vine and you are the branches. But there's a little phrase in this passage that I trip up over, and I know that you might trip over as well. And that phrase is, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Really, Jesus? Apart from you, I can do nothing. I can't accomplish anything at all in my life without you. Well, that phrase I think we trip over because in our world, we are constantly being beckoned to believe that we can do everything on our own. We see it in children who don't want any help in achieving the things that they need to do because they believe that they can do it on their own. And even in our adult lives, we think that we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. We think that we can achieve, that we can succeed without anybody's help around us. And we're actually invited by our world to believe that. But Jesus tells us something much different here in John chapter 15. He tells us that he is the vine and we are the branches. And it is only in him and through him that we will be able to produce fruit meaningful fruit that lasts on this earth. And so as I got to thinking about Jesus as the vine and us as the branches and Jesus saying, apart from me, you can do nothing. I thought about one of my favorite sports on the face of the planet, and that sport is baseball. Uh, for those of you who know me well already, you'll know that I'm a lifelong Milwaukee Brewers fan. I will be a fan of that team until the day that I die. But I also am a fan of the sport in general. I always love to talk baseball. And in fact, if you uh, wander the halls here on our Shea campus and the offices, you'll often hear Pastor Allen and myself talking about baseball and amazing feats accomplished in the history of the game. 
And one of those amazing feats is one that I want to share with you today. And it was Randy Johnson's perfect game in May of 2004. Now, Randy Johnson was towards the end of his career when he threw the perfect game in May of 2004 at Turner Field in Atlanta. He was an Arizona Diamondback when he pitched that game, but the previous season had left him plagued with injury. Many analysts and many commentators were wondering if he would be able to even continue his career after the previous season. So in May of 2004, Randy Johnson took the hill at Turner Field against the Atlanta Braves, and he set out to accomplish something that has only been done to this day 23 times in the history of Major League Baseball. And at the time, he had done it only for the 17th time in the history of the game. He threw a perfect game. Now, I want to explain to you what a perfect game is if you're not a baseball fan. A perfect game is exactly what it sounds like. It is 27 outs, 27 batters retired with no mistakes, no walks, and no hits allowed against the opposing team. Now, you might think that all of the attention was focused on Randy Johnson, and certainly it was. The pitcher is one of the most important players when it comes to throwing a perfect game. But Randy Johnson only threw 13 strikeouts in that game. And so 14 of those other outs had to come from other people. 14 of those other outs had to be ground balls picked up by an infielder and thrown to first base, or a fly ball caught by an outfielder, or a strikeout that was caught by the pitcher. And in fact, Randy Johnson commented after the game about his catcher, in fact, his catcher who called an amazing game, a, a game in which Randy Johnson only called off a couple different pitches that he was given by his catcher. And it stands to reason as well that Randy Johnson didn't just have his catcher and all the players on the field with him. He had the silent support of his fans here in Arizona. He had the support of all the fans at Turner Field. The opposing team was standing up for him and giving him a standing ovation for most of the ninth inning as he approached the very final outs of that perfect game. And when Randy Johnson threw that last strike to complete the perfect game. He was sweating, his breathing was heavy. He stood at six foot, 10 inches tall on the mound and he threw that final strike. And the first thing that he did was he pumped his fist and he looked up to the heavens and he pointed his glove to God. Randy Johnson even knew himself that the perfect game was not accomplished only by himself. Randy Johnson knew in his heart and in his being that there was so much more that went into that perfect game. And as I watched that ninth inning on YouTube, which you can watch as well, as I thought about Randy Johnson throwing the 17th perfect game in MLB history, I was reminded of those words of Jesus. I am the vine and you are the branches. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And so, brothers and sisters in Christ, maybe you found yourself during the season of Easter feeling like you think you can do it all on your own. Or maybe you're on the other side of things. Maybe you've had some failure. Maybe you've seen some days where you realize that you can't do it on your own. Well, regardless of which side of the equation we find ourselves on, 
The joy is that these words of Jesus in John chapter 15 are an incredible invitation. They're an invitation to hear Jesus calling us, beckoning us to be part of something so much bigger than ourselves, to be part of the body of Christ, to be part of the church, to read his word, to hear his promises, to hear those words anew during this season of Easter. I am the vine and you are the branches, for apart from me, you can do nothing. And it's an invitation to realize as well that it stands to reason that if Jesus says that without him, we can't do anything, then with him and by the power of his spirit, we can do everything. We can do amazing things with him walking by our side. So as we continue to rise and shine during this season of Easter, as we continue to think about Jesus as the vine and us as the branches, and even as we enjoy simple things like a baseball game on TV or even in person, we can believe that Jesus calls us to be part of the body of Christ. He calls us to be connected to him, the true vine, as his branches, to produce fruit by the power of his spirit and to find life, new life, joy, and hope in his power over death and the grave and in his resurrection. And to all that, we can say in a a resounding, amen.